0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Indiana. To join the conversation, it's area code nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. That is nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. If you are watched, listening live, you can join us in the chat room. Sign up for your uh, BlogTalkRadio.com account. That is free. Uh, go to the show page at the, for the episode that we're in, uh, look down at the bottom. And you'll be able to join us in the chat room live. Uh, and if you also want to listen to us on YouTube or watch on YouTube, you can always go to youtube.com slash and radio, and you can join us in the stream there. And there's also a chat is there and both are being displayed uh, in the window that we're, that we're streaming live in. I um, still have yet apparently to be able to show that I'm getting a video to maintain a smooth source. This is still a work in progress. Um, oh, well, it is what it is. And uh, so we're sitting here just trying to see for a second if I'm getting the good audio on blog talk radio, like I like to always do. Um, there we go. Uh, I didn't even say it. I didn't even let Donald do it is what it is. I'm sorry. Let's, uh, Let's, let's let Donald it do it. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, but first, as always, I'd always like to start with this week's headlines. Uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana, or in Louisiana in general, uh, 11,000 cases of COVID-19 since last Friday till Monday. And of those cases, 2,000 of those cases were children under 18. So I guess Donald Trump is wrong that, that children are immune to COVID-19. Furthermore, Louisiana has a vaccination rate uh, for children under between 12 and 17 of only 12%, um, yet they're still opening schools. More about this later. Uh, in music news, uh, The Offspring kicks their drummer out uh, of the band for not taking the vaccine. Hey, you don't want to quarantine. Sleeves are up. You got to go get vaccinated. Hey, sorry. There's worse impressions coming soon, trust me. <laughs> uh, in sports news, Simone Biles returned to the beam to win a record-tying seven medals for a U.S. gymnast. In related news, Novak Djokovic had a temper tantrum after his loss and pulled out of the mixed tournament. This week's hypocrite of the week is Novak Djokovic, who was asked a question including Simone Biles and the pressure of performance. He responded, pressure is a privilege, and you need to learn to deal with pressure. As Morgan Freeman would say, he did not learn to deal with pressure. Is Wayne Brady going to have to Djokovic? To see who next week's hypocrite of the week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberal Dan. And that was this week's headlines. So what else is going on? This week? So we're talking about we got. And if you're listening live, you can join us in the chat rooms. Uh, this is actually our 10 year, 10th season, or 10th season premiere. It's not the 10 year anniversary, but is the 10th season premiere of Liberal Day and Radio. So I've been doing this for nine years. Um, we've been uh, haven't been on YouTube as long as that, but you know this is just a couple of weeks. Hopefully the audio and video is coming in fine, despite the fact that YouTube is giving me an error. I thought I had fixed the settings, but who knows? Um, so it's it's really interesting just to see, like, the, the amount of time, the amount of people that are willing to just bend over backwards to try and twist themselves and contort themselves into knots to justify their toxic behaviors uh, when it as it pertains to, uh, their criticism of Simone Biles, it t- turns out not only did Simone Biles have the, quote, twisties, uh, not only uh, is she dealing with her PTSD issues that likely pertain to the fact that she was a, a sexual assault victim under U.S. Olympics and what happened previously, um, but the fact that during during that time also she had an aunt that died. And maybe, you know, I don't know, I, think, I don't know the timing of the death or whatever, but she's been dealing with a lot of pressure. And... The, the fact that, that they're so willing to just bend over backwards to, to try and make excuses for the deplorable behavior. It's, it's just sad. It really is. It's absolutely sad. Um, I just, I don't know what goes to them. I don't know how some of these people were raised and, and it's not just when it comes to that. It's not just when it comes to, uh, this issue—it's like all these other, like the fact that, they, in like COVID nineteen, like they, they don't want to protect other people. It's sad that, that that they just don't want to protect people. I don't know why they—they they are so up, up, opposed to wanting to make sure that the people around them don't get sick. Oh, it's not my fault. It's not my. It's not my business. It's not my. It's not my concern to see who, uh, to figure out who, uh, who is going to be sick or not or whatever. It's just, it's deplorable. They're deplorables. That's why they're called deplorables. That's why Hillary aptly said that a, a bunch of uh, Donald Trump supporters belong in a, in a basket of deplorables. And it made him so mad. And the reason it made him so mad is because it's true. And they don't like being called out on things that are true. So again, uh, 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. Um, Lots of other interesting things going on. Let me uh, – what are we going to talk about? I've got, got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I'm going to save um, Cuomo till after, I guess, the first break um, because, they're, they're, and, you know, we'll probably go extended about that, but – We're still dealing with, if you go to Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube, youtube YouTube.com slash Liberal Dan Radio or YouTube.LiberalDan.com, you will see my most recent video that I uploaded, which is my Fat Man Rant. Uh, And just to explain, if you're a new listener or new watcher of the show or listener to the show, um, I have a bit that I put on YouTube, and I don't have a lot of them yet. Uh, but I created this thing called Fat Man Rants, which is where the, the maybe the videos are a little more emotional. Um, even though there might be a little like I might write out what I say and, and trying to think my thoughts out well, but I'm still a little more animated about the things. I might not necessarily curse or anything, but I'm a little more animated about what goes on with it. I I feel like well, maybe it gives me a little time to to vent. Um, but one of the th- reasons I made Fat Man Rants is because I frankly. Got sick and tired of having to uh, deal with people who would be like, you know, oh your opinion's wrong because you're playing or whatever. Uh, I had it happen today on a conversation about, you know, vaccines and somebody who doesn't want it to say you don't t- you don't know what your body and blah blah blah. And guys like, you know, by the looks of your profile picture, it looks like you don't vaccinate. You don't um, exercise. I mean. Like, what does that have to do with the fact of the discuss, the general discussion that we're having? But that, that's one of the things, and, you know, prejudging the person, I wouldn't have guessed that they would have been a conservative, but he's holding on to these toxic conservative arguments about the vaccines and about, you know, getting the, the virus in general. And, you know, one of the most important things, I've said it on the show, one of the most important things, one of the most aspects of conservatism Is hypocrisy. You 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 have to be hypocritical in order to be a conservative, um, especially politicians. Uh, Now maybe there are not all conservatives who are hypocrites, but uh, hypocrisy, especially for hypocritical politicians, it tends to be a prerequisite. But another seemingly prerequisite of conservatism is selfishness. Is you can't think about more than the you can't picture things. I I don't know if it's if it's because they're really selfish I don't know if it's because they 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 maybe it's both maybe they, they're they really selfish and they just don't have the ability to to think about things in a in a meta worldview in in, in the in the um macro sense you know or affecting everybody it's it's, it's like they, they look at things at the individual level and they say okay even though they don't care about necessarily individual rights uh, they care about things at the individual level, how it's going to affect them instead of how it affects everybody. Affecting them is more important than affecting everybody. And that's a problem. And that, that's one of the main differences. A lot of, again, two Americas. They say, oh, well, we don't have two Americas. Again, Obama was wrong. We do have at least two Americas. And one of those Americas is one that cares about people around them and one of them that cares only about the people, only about themselves. So maybe that's why he, you know, tries to look at it from a point of view of, well, well, you specifically, I don't know why you're making this argument because you have, you know, issues with your weight. Now he didn't say that I was fat, but he said that it doesn't look like an exercise. And what does that mean? And of course, as soon as I called his ass on it, he backtracked. Um, but uh no, like, where i was going with the whole just just the whole selfish i don't know it's just they it drive me crazy they absolutely drive me crazy when it comes uh to that but anyway back to back to my big back oh yeah so the but but again he brought up he had to bring up the fact that he that i somehow didn't you know i don't exercise so therefore my opinion is somehow invalid like me being fat has any effect on the veracity of the arguments that I'm making, that I'm I'm not coming at you with facts and logic and reason because somehow I have a belly. and That that makes me somehow uh, incorrect about the issues of the day. It's absurd. So the reason I created my fat man rant it's like, so you can't, you can't say, well, oh, you're fat. What do you do? Cause I'm already telling you that I'm fat. I'm already embracing the fatness and I know I'm a fat. I mean, I'm, I'm back on my diet. I'm back losing, but you know, you just kind of, you know, kind of like what Tyrion Lannister said in Game of Thrones, you know, use it as a, use it as a coat of armor. So people can't use it to hurt you just like he is a dwarf and, uh, John Snow is a bastard. even though was John Snow. Wasn't a bastard. Spoiler alert. Uh. Anyway, so I made my new Fat Man rant, and after the Fat Man rant came out, I'm actually I was I was trying to get it done, and I'm like a Monday I think it was. I was trying to get it done on a Monday, but in like I, I maybe should have waited a day because a lot of the points that I made. Like I could have expanded on those points. Like and some of them some of them were included. But there there was some more data that came out like today that and maybe yesterday that would have made the video even better. But as I said in my headlines, you have from Friday to Monday, you had eleven thousand new cases in the state of Louisiana. On Friday to is it Friday to Monday of those eleven thousand cases, two thousand were children. Twelve percent of kids twelve ages twelve to seventeen are vaccinated currently, despite the fact that they can go get vaccinated. Now maybe this is a little bit higher in New Orleans, maybe not. I don't know. But twelve percent vaccinated. Uh, you have thirty something percent of Louisiana that is fully vaccinated, 30%. Now, in New Orleans, it's like 51%, but still, that's just over half. Half of the people in Louisiana or New Orleans still don't have their vaccine. And you have a virus that is thriving. Children's Hospital, the hospital, is their ICU beds are full. You can't go there anymore. Their their ICU beds are full. The hospitals are maxed out. If you look at, if you look at, there's a map that MSNB, if you go to Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, I have shared this image. It is a picture of the current state of affairs like the li la- how many cases that you've had in the last two weeks or last it two weeks or last 14 days so two weeks how many cases in the last 14 days that do we have here in the state of louisiana and or in, in the country mind you and you look at the map it says new cases in the last 14 days and it's color coded so you have the yellow map Yellow port was zero to 999 cases, new cases in the last 14 days. Three, four states have it. The Dakotas, uh, New Hampshire, and Maine. 1,000 to 9,999. So from 1,000 to like 10,000, so much bigger allowance. You have 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 states that are that level. Including like Oregon, Idaho, New Mexico, Alaska, Hawaii, West Virginia, Maryland, Massachusetts—all sorts of variety of of different sizes in different states. But but a thousand and nine—that's a thousand to nine thousand and nine. 000, I don't know, so there's a lot of a lot of room there to wiggle. Like maybe Alaska has like fifteen hundred, and maybe. Uh, whatchamacallit, call it. Maybe Wash or Oregon had four thousand or five thousand, maybe Colorado, whatever. I don't know. Then the next group what was it five and fifteen, so twenty four, so twenty six other states have between ten thousand and forty nine thousand. They didn't say forty nine. So they didn't count apparently numbers between forty nine thousand and five thousand. So who Maybe there's no amount between 49,000 and 5,000, or maybe just the graphic I messed up. But those states, like, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, maybe more populous states have between 10,000 and 49,000. So maybe a less populous state, like, you know, uh, Kansas might be closer to 10,000. Maybe like a New York might be closer to 49,000. But then you have four states. Four that have over fifty thousand new cases in the last two weeks. Four states. What are those states? California makes total sense. It's one of the highest populous states in the in the union. It would make sense that for such a that, that such a big state would have be in that top category. Texas. Texas makes sense. Another very populous state. It makes sense. There would be over fifty thousand cases in texas because again very high population florida florida makes sense to be in that high number the 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 darkest of red in there why because it, it is also a pretty high population state and it's florida has desantis as governor so they're ridiculous when it comes to their cases however and this is again this is not per capita This is overall, Pop, this is overall raw numbers. Louisiana, that is not, Louisiana has six congressional seats. California has 55. But Louisiana is in the same number as California, Texas, and Florida. Little Louisiana with six congressional seats. Is in, has over 50,000 cases of COVID-19 in the past two weeks as much around the same, you know, in the same grouping as Florida, Texas, and California. That is absurd. That is ridiculous. That shows just how bad it is here in the great state of Louisiana. Louisiana is always saying that we're always on the top of all the bad lists and the bottom of all the good ones well that's one example we're at top of that list i don't know if we have the most overall cases it might be possible that texas has way over 50 and we're just over 50 but again the fact that we're up there in that in that four level and we have so such fewer residents in our state is just ridiculous furthermore there is a article on nbc news that I also shared to my Liberal Dan Radio Twitter account. So please subscribe to me over there as well. Delta and vaccinated parents, what people with kids under 12 need to know. And this is the quote that stood out to me. Uh, Among everything else in this article, this is the quote that stood out to me. It's from a doctor. Dr. Lanninger I, I, I'm guessing, Lindsay Lanninger, a public health specialist and clinical professor at Dartmouth College's Tuck School of Business. Um, so what the doctors, the good doctor says, the first thing that's always top of my mind is level of circulating disease in my community is the, wait, let me restart that. The first thing that always, that's always top of mind is the level of circulating disease in my community. Because if the community is on fire, that really drives everything that I do, says Leninger, who has two children under 12. Okay, here it is. If you're sitting in Vermont with low circulating disease and 80% adults are vaccinated, it's not the same calculus as if you're sitting in New Orleans and hospitals are overflowing. I mean, that's just calling New Orleans out. That's just... Goes to show that you have in Dartmouth. Dartmouth is, is basically pointing out that here's where it's good. If I lived in Vermont, I might not be as worried as much about sending my kids back to school because we, you have an 80% vaccination rate. Because the cases are low, cases are low per capita. I'm sure as also being low overall. But to, you point out there's so you could she could have pointed out Florida the state of florida she could have pointed out california and texas she could have just pointed out the entire state of louisiana no she's pointing out new orleans louisiana i mean and one of the reasons louisiana is in that red list with overall and or one of the effects of that of louisiana being in that red list overall is now the, the, the population the amount of cases amongst the population is so high they're testing like what 20 percent positive at this point was the goal. I remember last year, 5% was the goal. You get below 5% you're doing good. 20 is the last number I heard. 20%. So what? And and we're still going back to school? We're still going to have our kids going back to in-person learning? I got to rant about this on my rant. And there's other things in the rant, including this post that was completely tone-deaf made by the New Orleans public schools. Whew. Yeah, just go watch that video and, and you'll see. You, you would be mad too. Now, it says many experts agree that the overall benefits of in-person learning outweigh the risks, but for families of 10 or 12 who are unvaccinated, decisions about what to do may be more complicated. Again, the CDC says all school children must, should wear masks in the fall, but not all schools impose masks. Now, in Louisiana, we do have a mask mandate. How, and that applies to schools. but the attorney, And that's from the governor. And that just happened today. But the attorney general, who is a severe whack job, not so conservative, that person decided, oh, I'm going to tell everybody how to circumvent the rules. Like, but they're there for a reason. The rules are there to protect people. But for some reason conservatives just tend to never understand and maybe some do but there it's it's and there are some liberals that don't understand this either don't get me wrong there are some liberals who i need to explain this to like whatever is like oh well we're we're going to make sure to mask our children it doesn't do your child any good or does them a little bit of good but the most good for masking is the protection to other people so i don't know why you think your eyes all of us all of a sudden safe because now you're putting your child on a mask? No, because the the modicum of protection that wearing the mask does is nothing when they infect you. And they say vaccinations is the best way to do things. They say, well, I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated. My oldest son will be vaccinated uh, in the next week uh, because that's when they'll fully take effect. He's had a second shot. And that's, that doesn't mean that the, that the are the parents at school Parents at school, there's no, I have no guarantee that the parents of kids at my children's school are going to be vaccinated. I have no guarantee. And then that creates vectors of transmission into the school. That means that these people can, get, can do whatever it is they do because they're not vaccinating, they're not supporting, they likely don't support masking either. And so they're doing out whatever they feel that they need to do, and then they're bringing it, and then they're sending it right into the school with their kid. It's ridiculous. Oh, but kids can't get it, according to Donald Trump. No. Again, 11,000 cases in Louisiana over the past weekend, and 2,000 were kids.
2: You know, it's called science.
1: Thank you, Donald. Um, Emergency authorization for COVID vaccines could come early to midwinter. So we're not there yet. We're not even near that yet. This is August. Early to midwinter is like winter is December. So early winter is December, January, midwinter February. And last again, I said this in my fat my but I'll say it again here. Last year we had distance learning options for our kids at the schools that we we're enrolled at, and back then COVID was not as dangerous to kids as it is now but the Delta variant has made it even more dangerous for kids and they've taken the option away in new Orleans, in Jefferson Paris next door. They're allowing a virtual option for high school students, but they're not offering it for elementary age or middle school students. What? What sense does that make? That the high school students can be vaccinated. Middle school students can't. Or most of them can't. And the elementary school absolutely can't. And we're in the decision now where we're having to decide, well, even though my oldest kid is going to be vaccinated. Do we send him to school? Because 12% are vaccinated. So that means he's more likely to catch it, even though he is going to be properly masked. and That's fine. But he'll be properly masked. But will he he then catch it and then bring it home? And then keeping our kid home to try and protect him is for naught because he catches it through his brother who goes – to school and catches it from some other kid. And they're like, well, he's an older kid. Well, won't those kids be more likely to be vaccinated or more likely to be masked? Nope. Because that's not what happened last year. Last year, we had a situation where we... we My wife went to go pick him up from distance learning. Not distance learning. From uh, he, He was distance learning. My wife went to go pick him up from standardized testing. And They were sitting elbow to elbow at tables, some not wearing masks, some wearing masks on their gin. It's
0: ridiculous,
1: absolutely ridiculous. And teachers are just standing there doing nothing, not enforcing the rules. And, again, if you're not going to enforce the rules, you can't follow the CDC guidelines. It's not – I'm a software developer. So conditional statements, if statements are part of – what i do so if this is true then you do this then you then you then this happens then you have an else otherwise this happens or you might split it up you might have if this is true if this is if this is true to this if this is true to this if this is true to this else do this so if kids wear masks properly and consistently and are socially distanced that's that first conditional then you can go safely to school. Else, if you're otherwise, and, and else is if that condition is not met, if they're not masked properly and consistently, then you can't return safely to school. Bringing a Boy says, thank you. Welcome Bringing a Boy to the chat. We now have, he has now returned uh, late to the show today. Um, I would say it's child abuse to send kids to school, masked or vax. Why? Why would you say that's child abuse? I think it's child abuse to send your kid to school without a vaccine. I think it's child abuse and knowing that there can't be masking around. And I think it's child endangerment to other people's children to send your kid to school and not not teaching them to mask properly. All these bogus ideas about masking come from the insane people you do not accept science on the right. There have been videos by experts to prove all this little, oh, I don't have any oxygen in my ass, I'm not breathing properly, man, meh, 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 No, that's not the case. Not the case at all. Be the big parent homeschool. We may very well have to homeschool. That's, that's the decision that we have to make. We may very well say both of our kids, look, you're learning from school, you're learning from home this time, But instead of your teachers and your school being your teachers, we are your teachers. And we are going to tell you what to learn and teach you when we can uh, during, I guess, you know, my wife works a half day. I'll have to do potentially teaching math uh, after my work hours. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I shouldn't have to. I should not have to make that decision. The school system should protect me. I don't know if you heard it bringing a boy, but I'm going to repeat this fact again, or several facts. If you go to my Twitter account, Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, you will see this map. There are four states in the union that have 50,000 or more cases of COVID new in the past two weeks. California, big state. Texas, big state. Florida, big state. And guess what else? Louisiana. Louisiana is in that top group with California. And Our population is nowhere near the population of California. Furthermore, from Friday to Monday, or when we went, or woke up Monday morning, from Friday, 11,000 new, 11, new cases of COVID in Louisiana just in those three days. And of those cases, 2,000 of those were children. The ICU in the New Orleans Children's Hospital, no more beds. The hospitals all over Louisiana are full. And not only are they full, they're understaffed. One of the hospitals in the press conferences that the governor had the other day had an administrator from a hospital talking about how many beds they had and how they were full. We've staffed, They staffed like 275 beds. And somebody asked them, well, what about the fact, don't you have 350 beds? Well, yes, we have 350 beds, she says, but only 275 of them can be staffed. We cannot handle the overload because we don't have enough staff. So people, these people in this, who work in these hospitals, they're tired, they're drained, they can't handle it. COVID live, and it is possible that the fact that we that the fact that we live in a very hot and humid environment helps to sustain COVID nineteen. The humidity of it does, uh, even though the hotness, the heat is supposed to help nuke it but we're hot. We're hot it's hot AF. It's very hot down here in Louisiana. It's been very hot. I mean, we, and when it's not hot, it's raining. Like we've been having a lot of rain. My pool maintenance has been terrible. I have not, I have not had a good time maintaining my pool anyway. Cause we got a pool last year because instead of spending money going and doing things like we normally do, would do like go to Disney World and stuff. I invested and bought a pool so that we would have, we could just stay home and swim. No, it didn't start in Louisiana. I mean, I did have it in January of 2020, I'm pretty sure. It's not confirmed, but I'm fairly certain that I had it. Anyway, so that's the deal. I went on on the COVID rant a little bit too long. But when we come back, we will come back. We will be talking about Mario Cuomo. We will be talking about uh, all that stuff that's going on in New York. And other issues as well, taking your calls as well. 914-803-4131 That's 914-803-4131 This is Liberal Dan Radio Off to the left That's right or go to youtube.com slash budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency, and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal Dan radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that.
2: And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah.
1: If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demi Knox, host of The World According to Nox. It's time for Season 2 where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for MarsCat and find me on Twitter by the handle xDeminox. That's the letter x like x-men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, test Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's there code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also, if you're, sign up with your free blogtalkradio.com account and uh, sign in to the, uh, you're that free account, then come join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com. Go to the episode page, scroll down to the bottom, and if you have, you if you have YouTube, you could also be listening to us live and watching me live on YouTube as well. YouTube.liberaldan.com or liberal or YouTube liberal youtube.liberaldan.com or youtube.com slash liberal radio. Sorry, got a little confused there. Maybe I had to twist these myself. Um you can do uh you can join there as well. Uh, really, you can see both chat rooms on the screen as well as, you know, my wonderful face, if that's something that you like. But if you think I have a face for radio, there's always the blog talk radio option. You can join me over there as well. I can also check out my beard that I've grown back out again. And I don't know if it doesn't make much sense to grow out a beard in the winter, but who knows? We'll we'll see. We'll we'll see what we do. I, I, I'll, I'll see if I'm feeling it again or not. So, uh, what is it? Donald what, what do you want to say? It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Anyway, so um, anyway, let, let's let's go start talking about one of the main topics of the show that I wanted to talk about was uh, the fact that we've got a situation in New York. Now, back when it was revealed that uh, there was allegations against Governor Cuomo in the state of New York, I, for one, called for him to resign because I uh, liken it to some of the times where, you know, people will be accused of uh, bad actions like sexual assault or whatever in the NFL and or in NCAA football or whatever, and they'll, and they'll bench the person. And originally my thoughts were, was well, that fair? Is that treating somebody as guilty until proven innocent? And maybe, maybe, maybe so, maybe not. But if you're playing a game like football, that's hard and and And, if you get distracted, you don't keep your head on a swivel, you could get injured very severely. that maybe sitting down is the right thing to do. Well, New York, in the middle of a pandemic, had accusations of wrongdoing by their governor, and I would have thought that would have been a distraction to him, and maybe he should have considered stepping down for the benefit and for the good of the citizenry, regardless of the veracity of the claims, uh, or at least take a temporary leave of leave of absence from office. Until he was able to get these claims settled, but he's stubborn and he did not want to do that. He did not follow the calls for resignation. Uh, we got Flycatch in the chat room. Look at that! Welcome, Flycatch. Here's one thing that you know maybe Flycatch would agree with. Uh, with me, Flycatch tends to be conservative conservative-minded individual. Whenever he does stop by and leave, or say, I'm not sure. Uh, Flycatch, you a male or female or whatever? Am I assuming your gender incorrectly? I don't know. Uh, I apologize if I did. Anyway, so um, what was I anyway, Governor Cuomo should have resigned back then, and I still think he should resign. It's, it's as simple as that. Uh, he has eleven women alleg- alleging that he did something wrong. Now, problem is is that you, know, you only need one in reality to pr- to to maybe establish a claim against somebody, uh, but what are the odds that 11 people formed together and just said, you know, let's all get together and try and bring this governor down? What are the odds of that happening? Flycatch goes, Cuomo will step down since it's better than being charged with manslaughter. Is that a real possibility? Is he really going to get charged with manslaughter? I mean, I don't think he'll step down because I think he's stubborn. I don't think he'll show that he – I don't think he did anything wrong. And even if he steps down, why would that prevent him from being charged with manslaughter? I don't understand that point. Um, But I don't think he will step down because he's stubborn, and he has a set way of thinking. And uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, But first, let's hear the words from the district attorney. Here's just a clip from the district attorney.
2: These interviews and pieces of evidence – revealed a deeply disturbing yet clear picture. Oh, Governor is. Cuomo sexually harassed current and former state employees in violation of both federal and state laws. The independence investigation found that Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, many of whom were young women, by engaging in unwanted groping, kisses, hugging, and by making inappropriate comments. Further, the governor and his senior team took actions to retaliate against at least one former employee for coming forward with her story, her truth. And governor Cuomo's administration fostered a toxic workplace that enabled harassment and created a hostile work environment where staffers did not feel comfortable coming forward with complaints about sexual harassment due to a climate of fear and given the power dynamics. The investigators found that Governor Cuomo's actions and those of the executive chamber violated multiple state and federal laws, as well as the executive chamber's own written policies. This investigation has revealed conduct that corrodes the very fabric and character of our state government and shines light on injustice that can be present at the highest levels of government. But none of this, none of this would have been illuminated if not for the heroic women who came forward. And I am inspired by all the brave women who came forward. But more importantly, I believe them. And I thank them for their bravery. And I thank the independent investigators for their professionalism, despite the attacks, and for their dogged determination that brought us to the truth.
1: Hey, NBC News viewers, oh, thanks for NBC. checking <laughs> out our YouTube channel. I missed miss it. There was a, there, I snagged that from YouTube. So that was from the NBC clip, but it was streamed everywhere. So whatever. Um, this is the same woman that ran on a single platform of getting Trump. I mean, Trump did admit to, you know, he did make the statement but, you know, you just walk off on him like a bee and grab him by the P word or whatever. Just grab him by the hoo-ha, right? That's okay. Um, you know, flycatch in the chat goes, uh, when the Democrats are pushing for his resignation, you know to it that is more than this than sexual hazard. Why? I mean, you have Gillibrand who called for um, – Al Franken's resignation over um, what he supposedly did in a, a comedy act way back when. Uh, he was. Uh, was there any claims that Al Franken did anything wrong other than the fact that he may have acted was alleged to have acted inappropriately with with another person on stage with him or whatever? Um, you know, no. I, I think here's the thing. The Democrats are more than willing. When you talk about let's when we talk about Epstein. And we're like, you know, Epstein, you know, I don't believe Epstein killed himself. I think it was more to it than that. Um, and a lot of people think that Epstein has strong connections to Donald Trump and that there should be investigations as to what those, that relationship was like. I mean, there, you saw them at a party. You saw them at parties together. They hung out together. They were buddy-buddy. Um, did Donald Trump uh, act uh, on the things that Epstein was accused of partaking in? Uh, well, we don't know from Epstein because Epstein didn't kill himself, but he's still dead. Uh, and conservatives will then say, "Well, what if Bill, What about Bill Clinton? There's, there's connection from Bill Clinton to Epstein as well. Uh, Shouldn't we? Uh, Shouldn't should we do something about Bill Clinton?" I'm like, "Well, if Bill Clinton, and it we'll be like, look, liberals will be like, look, if Bill Clinton is guilty of this, then throw him under the prison too. He's sleeping with underage or raping underage people." throw him under the prison right along with anybody else who's guilty of those acts no problem with that i'm not beholden to any politician politician does something like that they guess what's coming to him fine do it i don't care if you're liberal or conservative democrat or republican independent whatever whatever your political party is whatever your political leanings are if you do that you deserve what's coming to you and hopefully what's coming to you is a lot but that's like I says, why is Biden still in office since he is also guilty of sexual harassment? Is Biden guilty of sexual harassment? Has Biden been accused of sexual harassment while in office? Uh, has Biden, uh, Biden had one claim? And a lot of people, you know, that here's the thing with Biden's accuser. And this is the thing that a lot of conservatives don't understand as well about the whole believe women thing, which is you, you should believe people who come forward and make claims. Give them the opportunity. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Let them make their case. Now, some people who come forward are going to come forward, and their cases are going to be full of crap, and they're going to, their cases will be shown to be full of crap. And it seems to me that it was there was enough doubt cast by the story given by the person who made the accusation against Biden uh, that, that it became not believable. So again, yeah, believe, believe, allow, trust women that when they come forward. Allow them the opportunity to share their story. And in, in the rare case that they're lying, it'll come out in the wash. That's what I have to say about that. Um, but let's hear what – I'm not going to give Cuomo all the time, like he spoke for like 14 minutes about stuff. But here, here's one of the clips that I wanted to point out uh, that Cuomo said. And now that we finally have the audio rights connecting to YouTube as well. Sorry, YouTube audience, if you were listening, you didn't get some of the sound clips from the first half of the show. Um, this is still a work in progress with me trying to handle both the blog talk radio thing and the YouTube thing. So just bear with me; it, it'll happen. I um, maybe all this year, you know, we'll we'll get it down pat and we'll be good. So, anyway, here's Cuomo's part of Cuomo's response.
0: Other complainants raised against me questions that have sought to unfairly characterize and weaponize everyday interactions that I've had with any number of New Yorkers. The New York Times published a front page picture of me touching a woman's face at a wedding and then kissing her on the cheek. That is not front page news. I've been making the same gesture in public all my life
1: i actually learned it from my mother and from my father it is meant to convey warmth nothing more and so here's the thing with that you can intend to do things i mean i've always said that i'm a flirty guy i'm a 40 guy whatever but you know you, there comes a point where you have to realize you have to have, to have some self-awareness that you're, your that your so-called flirty, flirt is your so-called flirtiness, or your so-called friendliness, or or things that are meant to bring well, help, comfort to people. You know, sometimes it's not welcome by all. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody wants to be hugged. Not everybody wants to be touched. Not everyone wants even a handshake. You, you should be trying to understand and and. So and even even Joe Biden, to his credit, you know when, when it was brought up to the attention of, about the type of person that he was, and you know when it comes to to Biden, you know he was, you know I would say that he probably did might not have been comfortable with it, but and while a tent is irrelevant, uh, I think that it's, it's 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 the the desire he's not there trying to be a sexual offender, he's not there trying to be someone who who will grab him by the hoo ha as trump said that he likes to do you know he's it's not done in a in a way that's a predatory way it's done in a way that's meant to be compassionate but unfortunately some people don't appreciate that form of compassion and to biden's credit he gave a cut speech about it and he said look i you know uh, this, is, this is this is he did say this is how i was raised but i apologize for it. And i realized it was wrong i realized that you know some people don't like that and i'm sorry as opposed to Cuomo, who was like, "I make no apologies for the type of person this is how he is." He tried to claim that it was he was in on some of the other clips. He tried to claim that he was uh, it's because he was Italian. As an Italian, that's the type of people that they 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 like they do that they they kiss strangers whatever. You know what? And even if he feels that his Italianness means that he's the type of person, you know, sometimes it becomes an excuse. And so when when you're and Cuomo did occasionally say that look, he's he's feel sorry if the if he was made anybody uncomfortable. But then Biden wasn't like look, I'm like he Biden didn't go look, I'm like this to the people, although other people did show that Biden has was also huggy with other people. Uh, not not just women. Like men too, he you know, whatever. But Biden never tried to make that the excuse. Cuomo's trying to make it the excuse. He's Cuomo's being the tone deaf one here. He's not he's not looking at what he did, doing self-reflection and saying, you know what, maybe I was wrong and maybe I'm sorry and I'll try and better myself. He's not saying he's going to better himself. He says, this is how I am. Suck it. And maybe that's a very New York thing to do because a lot, you know, very New York attitude of forget about it. I'm going to grab you. I'm going to give you a hug and a kiss or whatever. Forget about it. You know, maybe that's, that's how a uh, New Yorkers, you know, act. Of course, you know, Trump is also a New Yorker, so you don't know. Um, ringing Boy, I'm sorry, I grab and grope, it's a bad thing, I'm sorry. What? Where's Wait, where is the risk for the reward? MC, I don't understand what you Oh, Mario Cuomo. Okay. He's been in office for 40 years, countless women are, what? I don't, F-fucked? I have no idea what that means, either, Ringing Boy. I'm sorry, but I don't. Um, but anyway. So I'm still gonna call on you know, I think Cuomo still needs to resign. I, I think that he needs the there's still, again, COVID nineteen is still a thing. And while he's not in those top four states like Louisiana is, he is still you know, there's still a problem, there's still there's still issues that have to be dealt with. Um anyway, let's go ahead anyway, I, I, anyway, I think he was gonna resign and as the end of it. Let's go ahead and take the uh, final commercial block, uh, come back, the first commercial block for the people watching on YouTube, uh, then we'll we'll wrap up the show then. Uh, So, again, thank you. This is the brilliant Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.
0: Catch you on the team.
1: Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yotta.liberaldan.com, that's Y-O-T-T-A.liberaldan.com.
0: This is Amber Petrovic, AKA Just Capital, talking investing and finance in the Just Capital Minute. FIN refined the brokerage Robinhood, a record $70 million for, among other things, lapses in customer service. This brings up an important issue. Which brokerage should you use and how do you choose one? There are several things to think about when you're choosing or switching to a brokerage. The first one is fractional share trading. Some brokerages that offer fractional or partial shares are Schwab, Robinhood, Fidelity and Interactive Brokers. The second thing to consider is what the brokerage's interest rate is for trading on margin, i.e. borrowing from your broker. The higher your account balance, the lower interest rate you will typically pay to trade with margin. The average rate is about 5%. The third thing to consider is research. How much market information, including news, technical and fundamental data, do you want? Do you want interactivity in your charts? Do you want a social experience? Then Webull may be the one for you. This has been the Just Capital Minute. Build wealth and fight the wealth gap.
1: And welcome back to Liberty Radio Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. And we are just finishing off the show here. I did want to thank, uh, again, this is the season premiere, so I do want to thank uh, everybody uh, who's been a Patreon so far. You got uh, Deminox, the first Liberty Radio patron. Uh, thank you so much for all of your, for your support. We have Cesar, my friend out in California. Thank you for your support for the podcast as well. And uh, Chris. Chris, who also supports, uh, who is a recent Liberal Dan Radio patron. He also supports the Smooth Sounds of the Percy Podcast. Uh, That is on Anchor.fm. You can listen to the Percy Podcast as well. Shout-out to my my little brother, the host of The Most Nimbus, Yosh. Uh, Go check his podcast out. Lots of good material over there as well. And one of these days, we'll get together and form Voltron again. Um, if you want to be a Liberal Dan Radio Patreon or Patron or whatever they call it, uh, you can go to Patreon.LiberalDan.com or patreoncom band, and you can support the show that way. You can either buy, uh, you know, do, do it as a small amount—three bucks a month, five bucks a month—or you could become a, a top-level member and uh, join the Discord when that gets up and running. And if you want to support the show even more, you can buy commercial advertising, buy bits, etc. All those possibilities are out there for you all over on patreon.liberaldan.com. Uh, support the show today. But even if you can't support the show monetarily, you could always do me a solid and follow me on all of my social media accounts. Uh, there's uh, blogtalkradio.com. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's one of the things I'm really hoping for go to youtube.com slash liberal dan radio subscribe to the show there um, watch a bunch of my videos help get my numbers up so i can uh, make the channel into something even bigger and better than it was before uh, and also there's facebook.com slash liberal dan liberal dan radio on TikTok, tock liberal radio on twitter as well as all the ways that you can support me and support liberal in the 10th season the 10th season of liberal dan radio and That'll be the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. Bleh. Easy for me to say. The end of the episode of Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. Join me next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal and on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Liberal Radio. So next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right.